0: We've got a big show today, you guys. Some guy tried to pay a sex worker with a hamburger. And at the end of this program, we're doing an epic P-mail from Big Chris. You love it, and we love you too. Live from Los Angeles, California. You listening to Power Moves, Daddy? Yeah, we're making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove, to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rockin' a coal one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves past. Episode Seventy One. I'm your host, Mike Burns, Gnarly Zach, joining me on a chilly February day here on the so West Coast. Cold. Not used to it. Don't like it. Man, but I got the furnace on tight, right? Yeah, it
1: feels great and here. I had to take off my crew neck. Yeah. It's all cozy.
0: No, no, it's cozy as fuck. And that's the only benefit to being cold is yeah. like turning on a furnace. Like really enjoying it.
1: Getting nice and toasted.
0: I told you, uh, like, uh, I, don't, I, I had to crank it today because it wouldn't get warm enough. It's weird. Like, it said it was 71 in the house, but it just didn't nah, feel that way. It was Because I get the chill in my bones is the problem like when you know when you get cold and you can't stop being cold yeah like it just it, it's in your it's bones miserable. it just won't stop no Almost matter how warm like you get attack. So, yeah so you got to take like a shower like <sighs> i'll just sit down in the shower and just blast hot water on me and then i'm like i get my core temp up and yeah. i'm ready to rock yeah. but man I, I can't handle it and you you know i'm from michigan i've lived in chicago i've lived in new york I have become so soft. soft. I am soft. Softy-ass
1: Hollywood.
0: <laughs> all the time, I'm like, man, I'll go back to Michigan in a heartbeat. Ain't, enough, ain't no thing, dog. I'll fucking go uh, live with a big toilet, and uh, <laughs> it'll be all chill. And uh, Well, big toilet. He, he lives in Georgia, but still. Yeah, he, he sent me a video today. He's driving around in the pouring rain. I'm like, that looks fuck terrible. That. <laughs> it was 60 today. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it was 60 and it was terrible but The
1: low tonight going to be like 45 and that's fucked up It
0: is crisp, it is very crisp But I can't
1: it, warm up my car where I'm at <laughs> So I have to run to my car, start that bitch And then hopefully like, it gets warm pretty fast yeah. so On the inside I'm just like, I can see my air It's fucked up <laughs> You see your breath My breath, my air My breath <laughs> My air
0: can see my air It's not cool, dude <laughs> I'm. uh, Let's get to try and do my thing. Uh, As I as I as we uh, chit chatted about when you got here, I'm just over it, gnarly. I'm just over everything.
1: Yeah, me too, man. The
0: Super Bowl is done. (laughs) These are the lean times. I'm sick of politics. I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm gonna vote for whoever I want to, and that's it. I don't need to see this all the time, all the all over the place. I'm sick of exercising. I'm sick of this. I just want to eat pizza and McDonald's and take a nap and watch garbage reality shows on Bravo and NBA games under my Tigers flat fleece blanket, no, gnarly. My 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 blanket over here. That's a nice one. Man, that's I love sports blankets. I just want to sit underneath that and ignore the world. I wanna wear sweatpants forever.
1: Sweatpants and, in public fucking rule. And
0: you know what it is? It's just called depression. Yeah. This happens every February, and I say this because I know I'm not alone. You feel it, Gnarly? It sucks. Our listeners feel it. It's okay to feel this way. You don't have to hide from it. Just say it out loud. It's not some soft thing to admit. I'm fucking depressed, and I'm going to do the best I can, and I'll go to the gym twice a week, and if I want to eat Wendy's on a Tuesday because it gives me joy, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm going to ask for extra hugs from my pals, significant other, like I saw Carlos on Monday Night Beers. He Best rolled in. in LA. Rolled in, and that dude loves to give hugs, and I got me a big one. I'm like, man, I just I feel bummed. I just, in general, feel bummed, and Carlos rolls in, He's you know he's got that big smile, that big right, what's hug. What's up, man?
1: How yeah. you doing, Oh, man? it feels
0: good. And then uh, I went home from Monday Night Beers. I made a big chicken uh, tender sandwich on sourdough toast with extra Ooh. mayo, and watched Aquatine Hunger Force because that's, awesome. that's self care for me. Self care isn't always about uh, yoga and uh,
1: yeah, that shit sucks.
0: <laughs> you just got yeah, you just got you got to make yourself by any <laughs> means necessary, man. Sometimes it's because we were watching uh, McMillions the is new a
1: series or is it a full-on like? it's a series oh no it's a full series Started monday right There's made me shit.
0: want mcdonald's so bad i made uh i took some chicken tenders i chopped those up and then i chopped some romaine and i put a shit load of mayonnaise on some like really lightly toasted chewy sourdough yeah, bread
1: be way like way too much mayonnaise yeah
0: and Mac- melissa's like you're making a McChicken, aren't you? I go, Yes. Yes I am. Yes I am. Yes I am. And it was it was delicious. Would you like a piece? <laughs> How's your week been since I've seen you on uh what, two days ago?
1: Fuck, dude. I don't know anything about killing myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See? See, but it's, it's. Say it out loud. Nah, don't it's, hold it's that cool, in. Man.
1: It's cool to say you're going to kill yourself. That shit is funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Not that
1: you do it, but like, it is what it is. No, nah, I would
0: never ever do it, but I'm like. Shit,
1: yeah. Monday was the anniversary of my cousin's suicide. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that no. kind of sucks, but it's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> it's what funny. it is. Like,
0: shit happens. Shit does happen. You just got to keep rolling.
1: Yeah, dude. Just keep going. Hang Life out with waits your. For nobody.
0: Hang out with your boys. Yeah. Drink some cold ones.
1: My buddy Horacio's birthday today. Talk it out. It's a good time. It's a good man. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, just hanging and banging.
0: Hanging and
1: banging. Fucking putting on my pants one leg at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no soccer this weekend because it's like the little international break. So That's a bummer that, for that you. sucks. I got nothing to look forward to this weekend.
0: See, I still have NBA. I play NBA fantasy, so All like dope. it keeps rocking and rolling for me. And you know that little that little thing is all i'm grasping onto right now
1: watch decline for like the 100th time again yeah yeah i'm like that's good
0: decline I like my shit. decline Part of western two. civilization Part two. Part two. If one is okay, they're if, all
1: they're all okay. But part two is just fucking amazing.
0: If you've never top seen five it, documentary all time. If you've never seen it, you've you are there's a treat waiting for well, you. It's on Amazon Prime.
1: You have to kind of search for it though, but it's on Amazon Prime right now. If you have that, it's dynamic. It's so good. Same chick who did Wayne's World did that.
0: Yes, yes. Let's get into some power sports. Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty cleared an assault allegation. Hell yeah! <laughs> yes. If Fuck that dad. That dad. Soft ass nerd. Mm-mm. We talked about it on the program. Big Gritty fans over here. And some guy thirsting for cash. We know what you're doing. You
1: slip on a wet floor, you know what I mean? Don't go after Gritty.
0: Police have cleared the Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty in a case in which a man allegedly Gritty punched his son in the back.
1: I do it for real now.
0: Yep. Police, uh, Philadelphia police issued a statement t- saying an investigation, which has been completed and is no longer active, determined that the actions of the individual portraying the Flyers mascot did not constitute physical assault as alleged. The statement did not identify the person who was wearing the gritty costume at this time. That's Sh-
1: that's so dope. Shouldn't have to. Uh-uh, that's
0: Man. gritty. Once you put on the uniform, you know you're Superman. You know, you're no longer that person that you were in a former life. You are now gritty. Literally wearing a mask. <laughs> you should be respected as such. Batman doesn't go around telling everyone he's Bruce Wayne. Nah. In his personal life, life he does. But once when he's Batman, he's Batman. When gritty is gritty, gritty is gritty. That's it. Gritty is cool, man. Chris Greenwell uh, pri- previously told CNN that Gritty struck his 13-year-old son Brandon during an event for season ticket holders at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia in November. The Flyers have uh, repeatedly denied this claim. The Philadelphia Inquirer on Monday quoted him as saying, I respect the police decision, but I stand by what? by what my son told me and what I saw, and I just want to put this behind me. Any parent would have done the same if they were in the same situation. Well, that's fine. I'm sure they would. But that doesn't mean that I or you, NAR, can stand up and say, suck it. We're not uh, interested in your son being punched in the back by a mascot. We don't. I don't feel. Uh, I, don't, I just. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, Punch he's him back. To get rid of all of his season tickets and shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. He went, yeah.
0: he went real extra stupid man if that happened to, to me as a kid 13 years old and some mascot punched me i'm gonna I'm start wailing up, on him, him
1: up. i'm going for it i'm going that adult's <laughs> life <laughs> yes i'm gonna give him a bad time see you see He's me in, remember me
0: you'll see me in jail <laughs> because what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you're in a you're in a in a uh a, a mascot costume i've got free uh arms and legs that i can just Go a uh, go a uh, spider monkey on your ass. Just fuck him up. Yeah, and that's gritty would want it. He would probably welcome it.
1: Especially in Philly, they'd love that content. Oh we yeah, film that is so good.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Greenwell previously told CNN that after a Christmas card photo with Gritty, the teenager tapped the mascot on the back of his helmet three times which the father said prompted Gritty to hit his son in the back, leaving a red, swollen
1: bruise. That's not how you get Gritty's attention. You call him by his name. <laughs> a little respect. And Tap his head like some pet.
0: <laughs> Free Gritty. your
1: kid some manners, dude.
0: Yep. The father reported the incident to police and requested video footage of the incident, but Comcast spect- Spectacore, owner of the flyers, said none existed.
1: Hell yeah, they burned that shit. <laughs> that, that shit was, went away. It's like the Epstein tapes. but by now. Man.
0: Yeah, exactly like the Epstein tapes. What tapes? The we, ones
1: from the uh, prison, man. What? What do you mean? You didn't, you didn't know that shit? They, they don't know where the recordings <laughs> went when he killed himself.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Gnarly. Oh, man. What tapes are these? The
1: suicide ones. No. Outside no. his cell. That has never existed. They, they said that those cameras for the first time did not work that day. Then they also lost the footage.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean. Badass. Yeah, they, but they don't exist. So cool. That's what yeah, happened. You have to shoot them my way. If you can... If you can uh, protect the murder of some piece of garbage like uh epstein then uh you know you gotta respect uh gritty <laughs> if epstein gets a gets like a with the tapes go away gritty's a respected person in the philadelphia community Uh big shout out to philly i'm big fan love that town
1: yeah philly's great
0: yep we are pleased that the Philadelphia police department concluded that there was no merit to the alleged claim. The flyers said in a statement, the police department's statement confirms our thorough investigation that found no evidence of the described actions ever having taken place. So I guess we all know who won gritty Mm -hmm. justice was served gnarly.
1: Now that kid can't play hockey (laughs) or have
0: any friends. Fucking nerd. That's what you look. What you did. Look what you did to this kid. You should know better.
1: That's child abuse. Take that kid from him now.
0: Because I I I I took it to heart earlier in the story when they talk about any uh, any parent would have done the same. No, I don't think so. I I grew up in a rough and tumble uh, uh, area of uh, of Michigan, and God damn, I would never put my son under the bus like
1: that. Uh, you go fuck up, Grady, dude. Yep, go punch that man. Yes, yeah, correct. That's a man under there. I'm yeah, ruin the get leader him. for you. That's a man. Go fuck him <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> Let's get into some power mo- power foods. Sorry, power foods, power foods. New Mexico man agreed to pay prostitute with burger. And this is how I saw this story. Uh, mainly, uh, 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 uh publicized, but uh, we say sex worker gnarly, we don't yeah, call sex them sex workers, we, we respect. We respect women who do a hard job on their back. We don't. We don't call them prostitutes. Nah. It's, it's, I don't view it as illegal. If you want to rub your pink and stink uh, with another person for some cash,
1: all consensual, <laughs> of course.
0: Yep, all consensual, of course. Nothing wrong with it. This is in Albuquerque. A New Mexico man is in big trouble, snar. After police said he tried to pay an undercover cop posing as a sex oh, worker with a hamburger. <laughs> Dominic Calderon. Sweet name. (laughs) Dominic Calderone.
1: Hey, I'm Dominic Calderon.
0: Was arrested Tuesday in Albuquerque. According to a criminal complaint, the 36-year-old Calderon approached the undercover officer while riding his bike and Uh, asked, asked her how much she charged. When Calderon said he didn't get paid until Friday. The officer said he could pay with his burger, and he agreed. Uh, after calderon was talking to the cop it's dirty dude they, it is it dirty dirty
1: it's so dirty just be like nah, you got no money get the fuck out of this here. this is some entrapment like, shit. Oh no, oh yeah why would you buy me a burger right fuck you
0: after uh, he talked to the to the uh to the uh undercover officer and they agreed on eighty dollars as the price for the sexual encounter and again he asked her for the phone number and he says look i would like to but I don't get paid until Friday. So like ma- a rain check on it. Yeah, maybe later would be good for us to bang.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out.
0: Noticing that Calderon was carrying a bag of food from Chili's oh, man. Yes, the vice cop asked what was inside Calderon replied that it was a hamburger prompting the undercover to propose a barter deal.
1: That chick's down.
0: I told Dominic that my fee could be the burger, the cop reported.
1: I don't think she's ever paid for sex. She's going this route with it. it yeah.
0: It just seems it seems uh, suspect. If you were the if you were the guy, I'd be like, what? You, you wanted you haven't,
1: eight? you haven't done this before, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah it was gonna be uh we we're gonna slam hams for eighty dollars and now you're gonna take a uh, Chili's big mouth, <laughs> mouth burger from me.
1: <laughs> it's probably for my wife. <laughs> yeah, no
0: shit. <laughs> also, this guy Dude, if you're riding around on a bike and yeah. that's that's like what you got going on, maybe you're on more of a Wendy's or a McDonald's budget. Maybe you don't go to yeah, like a sit down, down place and get takeout food.
1: Yeah, tip too.
0: Man, that's some that's some dumb, uh, poor ass shit. And I'm not a wealthy millionaire, but there's a certain way that you live when you want to keep your funds in check. And one way you do that is not going to a sit down place to get takeout food because the price of that food is included in your right to sit in that restaurant it's called rent that's why beers cost more at a bar yeah. you're paying for rent you're paying for real estate
1: and you're paying for your seat
0: so you don't go get take home chilies and then uh, on top of that you're you're broke he doesn't have any money and he decides that I'm he's gonna—he's horny. He's eighty dollars. <laughs> I've never been horny eighty dollars worth, man. Uh, I got you know I have my way I have my ways, and I can take care of that at any time,
1: at any yeah, place for myself. It's free.
0: It's free. If I'm broke, I'm not paying eighty dollars yeah, so to have sex with a, a a sex worker, which isn't even real. It's not even a real sex worker. This is all absurd. What? Who is this serving? Is this serving the public, Gnarly? You're tricking a poor bastard who only has a 10-speed bike and is stupid enough to get Chili's takeout cheeseburgers, and you trick him into trying to pay $80 to not have sex with you, and then you get him in trouble, and now he's in jail.
1: What an asshole. kicking a dude that's already down, man. What a
0: fucking asshole. This guy didn't do anything.
1: Go find like pedophiles and shit like that. You're just bugging people with this sex worker stuff. When, Cal-
0: it. <laughs> when Calderon agreed to the swap, which of course was a good deal. He's, he's like, like,
1: fuck yeah, I'm saving 80 bucks.
0: <laughs> I'm making money.
1: I can go without eating. I'm about to get this nut off.
0: When he was arrested for uh, patronizing prostitutes, police report. Uh, while the complaint notes that post arrest, Dominic's items were tagged into evidence, it is unclear whether the burger itself is now in a police storage locker.
1: I over. hope that shit goes right and they can't pull <laughs> any off it off. What a waste. What a
0: waste. This <laughs> poor guy. All he had going for him in life was that Chili's cheeseburger and it got taken itself. from him. And then he ended up going to jail because. You know, he wanted to bust a nut. The look on
1: his face probably when they rolled on him was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> now I give her money. as a burger. <laughs> he's like, for real?
0: Unreal. It's not nice. It's <laughs> not nice what they did to this guy. It reminded
1: me of that part in uh, Decline when they're talking about, like, dudes, how they survived. And like, uh, do you, will you hang out with the chick if you don't like her and just to get you, like, food and stuff? And he's like, yeah. They're like, Is that prostitution? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: sex workers was like, i
1: guess yeah it's like yeah i'm getting a free meal It's well,
0: cool. let's just make it legal <laughs> it's called sex work and uh that's it, it can uh, get people a paycheck
1: profession was old as time
0: and we'd have those women protected and yep. not under the hand of pimps licensing like, yep that's that's exactly correct gnarly really, exactly correct support for power moves is brought to you by manscaped who is the best In men's below-the-belt grooming, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family, jewels. Guys, listen up. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and you don't want to be that guy with the bush or that nerd who cut his balls prior to getting it on. Whether you have a Valentine or not, you need to be prepared to look good down there, gnarly, both of us. Got brand new Manscaped 3.0 clippers sent to us. It's got
1: an LED light, dude. This shit is sick.
0: I told them I don't even want one unless Gnarly can have the same luxuries afforded to us here at the Power Moves program. We got brand new in the packaging, beautiful packaging, beautiful boxes and artwork, and it makes you want to ch- trim your nuts. Gnarly's holding it right now.
1: Yeah, I'm reading the theme about testicular cancer. <laughs> like they're They're, uh, Proceeds for this shit go to that. I raise awareness, and they got a cool little logo of like two balls. That's a beautiful thing. So beautiful sick. thing.
0: So you're doing the right thing. You're supporting a, uh, a good cause, and you're getting your balls all trimmed up. And these are dynamite. Yeah, and the trippers.
1: box is sweet as fuck.
0: Yeah, and I still have my 2.0, which <laughs> I'll probably continue to use. And that maybe will become my travel uh, item. And like an ca- iPhone. Like if I get lost, like if I lose it in a, in a hotel, the 2.0. Then I'll have the three nah, backed yeah, up, three ba- point. backed up at home. Oh, you you think I should just go go uh, all into the to the new one? I mean, nah. Well, I'll I'll let you uh, give it a try, and then you can tell me. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade, gnarly to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscape's advanced skin safe technology. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped uh, engineering team, Gnarly, spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. That is the Lawn Mower 3.0. And when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. That battery on that thing lasts up to 90 minutes. You can be trimming your sack. That's a movie. Yeah, it's like for a whole movie. You can really get in all the nooks and crannies. Get a real longer shave. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming.
1: Doing that shit in the dark. Yes, right. It's going to be so dope. It's so sensual.
0: <laughs> They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because (laughs) this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging deck powered by USB. Get yourself the best gift of all this Valentine's Day or get one for your man. The Manscaped Lawn Bore 3.0. It's a gift for both you and for her or him. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code POWERMOVES at manscape.com Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code POWERMOVES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com and use the code POWERMOVES. Stay sexy this Valentine's Day and Manscaped. Moving on. Florida troopers find narcotics in bag labeled bag full of drugs. Hell yeah. Did you see this story? gnarly? not. This is in Santa Rosa County, uh, Florida. The Florida highway patrol arrested two men suspected of drug trafficking after troopers pulled them over on Saturday and found drugs in a bag labeled bag full of drugs. And these photos are insane. It's a big bag that says bag full of drugs. That's what they carried the drugs in.
1: Why they do that?
0: I don't know. People are fucking can stupid, like gnarly. That's like why.
1: Zip tie on it or some shit. Like no. The orange zip tie means drugs.
0: <laughs> Troopers made the discovery after the men were pulled over for speeding. Cool. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, dumbass. You got a big car full of drugs with bags filled with drugs, and the bags that had the drugs in them say "bag full of drugs," you and you're it. speeding stupid idiot
1: kind of cool though
0: <laughs> and the santa rosa county sheriff's <laughs> office assisted in the search of the vehicle which turned up meth ghb uh as you'll know is the the uh the date rape drug oh, fuck these guys. cocaine mdma and fentanyl oh yeah they're they're real trash
1: be like, All right, i'll tell you i'll put this blow aside with these other ones you guys are going in for
0: yeah it's bad don't have that
1: well it's good that they got that off the street it is
0: good it is good it's it's a it's a nuisance I mean, the other stuff, if, I mean, that's just, that's going to be around and people just going to use it uh, yeah. to make their lives trash. But anything.
1: Did you say fentanyl too? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Note to self, do not traffic your illegal narcotics in bags labeled bag full of drugs. Our canines can read. The Santa Rosa County Sheriff's office <laughs> posted on <laughs> social media. What is, what is with police officers? They gotta be all about jokes now.
1: Our dogs can read. No, it can't. Show me it can read. Bet I'm, me right now. Bet me.
0: Everyone's so fucking horny for likes and clicks that even police officers gotta—they're they, on the thirst patrol for like a bunch of gigs. Uh, Your dogs can't read. That's a dumb. You're, not, this is.
1: I'm supposed to trust you, and now you're lying to everybody. This
0: is a serious thing. We take it seriously, you fucking cops. Jesus Christ, it's not a joke. There's. You fucking date rape drugs and all this other fucked up shit and then you, it's it I just it seems inappropriate, gnarly.
1: It would have been funnier if they said our officers know how to read. <laughs> They'll bring the dog into it. Right. The dog's already stupid. It's a dog, man. <laughs> it's a
0: stupid dog. It
1: just wants to bite people.
0: <laughs> yeah, no shit. You can't read. It doesn't like it doesn't like you. Nah. It doesn't care. Let's do some power grooves. The grooves, man. My song of the week is All You Need Is Hate by the Delgados off of 2002's album, Hate. It's one of my uh, not only I'm
1: top not familiar
0: with that. top favorite, top 20 favorite. I put it like without even thinking about it. It's got to be one of my top 20 favorite songs ever. And it could be higher, but like instant. It just it has to be in there because I listen to it all the time. Scottish indie band. Um, play this song really loud. Let the let it soothe you the drums are really big everything's really big about this song and it's just a short-lived band out of uh out of uh scotland but it's an amazing song check out all you need is hate by the delgados off of 2002's album hate it's it's uh arguably a a, a very negative song that sounds very positive and uh it just it just hits me in the ticker Not only would he listen to
1: uh, I've been running the album Ill Blood By the band No Warning out mm-hmm. of Toronto, Canada I threw that shit on When I was walking home from Monday Night Beers And that thing hit hard, man It's just such an ass whoop of an album I think I even text Vince when I was walking Because I was like, hey, he likes No Warning I'm like, dude, this album fucking rips
0: Man, sometimes so you're just really in the right mood It's pissed off
1: and like aggressive Yeah But like just good, the drums are all dope and just fucking riffy, it's so dope
0: Funny how that is
1: Really pissed off album
0: but sometimes so it sounds happy to listen I to get anger. You
1: pumped, you just say, like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna go home, and like fucking eat that burger I had in the fridge." <laughs> like, this shit's going down, dude.
0: You're listening to angry music.
1: Just getting hyped to get my pumped dinner.
0: to eat after oh, we yeah. went to the bar.
1: Yeah, dude, had that burger waiting for me. And I was just like,
0: sick. <laughs> What's it? Punching say? cars. Like, yes. <laughs> What's the name of it again?
1: Uh, Ill blood, but the band is No Warning. They're check, fucking dope.
0: Check it out. I'll put it on my list. So I will good. put it on my list very special thing we're going to do right now we're dipping back into the old school of doing the power moves p mail bag here on the program as opposed to uh you, know, you usually can check this out uh every Tuesday on um the uh Patreon but uh this story from our good friend uh, Big Chris Spirito was so special and he put so much work into it Big Chris that I'm going to read it for you here and then on Tuesday on patreon you're going to be able to see it with all the assets all the photos that he sent me well crafted well crafted let's get into it it's called spirito (laughs) the horny teen years (laughs) what's up daddy Hope all has been well with you since my last letter. I figured people needed a break from me and my silly stories, so I wanted to wait a few months before sending anything new in. Now, you can send it in whenever you want, man. But then understand, he's, you know, this is a writer. It takes a while to get it just right. I'm planning a trip with Samantha to California this summer and really hope we can meet up and grab dinner and drinking. I think we're going to meet up for drinks for sure. We'll some drinks. We're going to bring them to beers. We're going to bring them to beers. Blow is a story I started a few months ago, but just got around to finishing today. If you think it's funny and people would enjoy, feel free to read it, Chris. Well, (laughs) I only had to read like three, four sentences of this before I wrote him back and said, yeah, we're doing this on the show. It's, 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 It's going on the flagship. It's it's uh, it's I don't I don't know if it's questionable gnarly. There could be things in there. I'm like, whoa. Gotta hope. Maybe shouldn't say that, but we're we're reading it raw, dog, and that's just the way it is, and uh, how we do things around here.
1: Oh, bear back it.
0: In the words of Bert Kreischer, "Secret time." The first time I ever jerked off.
1: <laughs> oh, dope.
0: <laughs> the first time I ever jerked off, it was to film actress Susan Sarandon. This nice. is this is a not so secret within my circle of friends that I wish I never shared with anyone. But pretty much everybody close to me knows thanks to one friend with a big mouth. So
1: this is Saranda. Is that that chick from Rocky Horror? Yes. Great rack in that movie. Yes,
0: uh, that's what we're gonna get. That's exactly where this is going oh, to. Sick. And also Thelma and Le- Louise, of course.
1: I just remember the rack,
0: though. Oh, and if you could see the photos in this, man, <laughs> it it really does it. I mean, look at this. It's it it's filled with all kinds of little knickknacks in I here. I
1: hope she's not. She's not dead, right? No, no, she's
0: no, 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 no. She's married to uh, Tim Robbins. Even my wife breaks my balls over this. Now, before you judge me, remember there was no internet in 1990-91. We didn't all carry magic devices in our pocket to pull up porn on a whim. Back in the 90s, if you were a teen and wanted to see some skin, you either had to use your imagination or have a dad that had a subscription to Playboy yep. <laughs> or stay up late and catch a movie on HBO Showtime or Cinemax. I can remember I was watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show and yes. that scene with Susan Sarandon came on where she was in her bra singing about how she wanted to be touched and feel dirty, and I was thinking to myself, I'll make you feel dirty, Susan. <laughs> I got up and locked my bedroom door and then went to town. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. Beat that shit up, big Chris.
0: I beat that shit up. <laughs> and then you see a photo from this. I moved to Florida with my mom from Rhode Island in January of 1990 to live with my grandparents and mom after my parents got divorced. At this time, my grandparents' home was considered to be in a pretty affluent retirement neighborhood. There was only one other kid who lived in the neighborhood, and his name was Sal Guerrero. Back in the days before the internet, if you wanted to hang with a friend after school or on the weekend, you were pretty much limited to who was close by in your neighborhood to be friends with. Your friendships were based on proximity to your home, walking distance, or a quick bike ride. If you wanted to play Nintendo with a pal... You couldn't just log on at home, and they log on at their home, and you play together. Back then, you had to actually go to each other's house and hang. With Sal being the only other kid in my neighborhood, we became good friends. This is the story of how I got corrupted by porn, thanks in part to Sal. Hell yeah,
1: Sal sounds sick. <laughs> you should see
0: the photos. Of him. It does not disappoint, Gnarly. The first time I met Sal, I was waiting at the bus stop for my first day of junior high in January of 1990. When Sal showed up at the bus stop, I thought he was a much older kid, as at 13, he already had a full, thick mustache.
1: Fuck yeah, he did. It's like, you
0: gnarly. <laughs> Sal's mustache at 13 looked better than anything I could grow at age 42. Sal was short, a little on the fat side, hairy. Kind of already had a receding hairline <laughs> and looked like a stereotypically backdoor a- background actor in an Italian wise guy film. Imagine a Paul, young Paul Sorvino, and that was Sal. I collected baseball cards as a kid and can remember the cards of the players in the 70s, all looking like, <laughs> all looked to me like older guys in their 40s, even though they were all probably in their 20s. That was Sal. He was 13, but looked like he was in his late 20s, pushing 30.
1: And Years of abuse. It's
0: true. Like, old baseball players and baseball cards all look like they're fucking older than me. Yeah. It's wild.
1: And now they all look like cops.
0: They all went hard. This is Sal Gnarly when he's oh, like 13. Hey, like thir- Sal. He's like 13. He's 13 I think so, I think so. I hope so. That's Fuck. Like, he says, Yes. <laughs> That's Sal when he's 13 years old. That dude could buy smokes <laughs> and some booze. That guy is crazy.
1: Looks like he owns his own car dealership. Sal Guerrero,
0: look at the fucking Cuban link bracelet.
1: Oh, that guy is dope. That dude has more
0: arm hair than I have Lookin on top Sally's of my head. sick. I know. Oh, he's 18 or 19 here. Sorry. Uh,
1: still. He looks old as fuck. But
0: he says he looked exactly like this at 13. Oh, a,
1: that's a man.
0: <laughs> we bonded quickly, mostly over the fact we were both Italian kids who moved here from up north. After school, we'd hang out at Sal's place and play Super Nintendo and watch movies. So much fun. Sal was the only kid I'd ever met who, uh, who I would ever meet who had a 50-inch projection TV in his bedroom.
1: Sal's fucking what? sick. What?
0: That's insane. That
1: had to be all fucked up too in the 90s, right? Yeah,
0: that's like one of those big- Big-ass like, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It weighs like 5,000 pounds, and it's just- oh, that's
1: so dope. Well,
0: cool. most kids had a 27 or 32-inch tube TV in their bedroom at best. I
1: didn't even have one. Nah.
0: I had a, I had a-, I had a I had one of those with the click with the knobs, and like we didn't have cable, so I'd have to go to channel 66, which is where uh, you had married with children and things. And cranking that all the way from like channel 12 to channel 66 was just brutal. Just
1: it sounds like a bitch.
0: Fucking brutal. Salad a monstrous, for the time, 50 inch TV in his bedroom. His parents had a large walk in college uh, closet they called the movie room and had dubbed. Sorry. And it dubbed pretty much every movie from their local video store. Oh, these people got the setup. Damn. They're dubbing. They're like, they rented it. They rent everything and dub it. They got the double deck. If you have the double deck v- VCR back then, you were like, what are you, fucking Coke dealers? Who has this?
1: Guerreros. The Guerreros. The Guerreros.
0: Guerreros. You
1: watch movies here. He- Cinema. <laughs> Hey, he is a little bit Carl from (laughs) Aquitaine.
0: Each movie was organized alphabetically on the shelf with the movie title neatly labeled on it. I appreciate that. Sal's parents were almost never home. This guy.
1: Hell yeah, this kid's sick.
0: I know what this type of kid is, and it is the best kid to be friends with.
1: Yeah, he's the one that's got the hookups on it.
0: You got the hookups. You got all the stuff. You probably parents don't even care if you sneak beers. Most parents, most weekends, his parents would leave on Friday for Biloxi to gamble or go to Disney in Orlando, then return home Sunday. I loved spending time at Sal's house as it was the first time I kind of felt like an adult. There was no parental uh, supervision and always amazing Italian leftover food in the refrigerator. Man, this
1: I'm this jealous, is, dude. this guy sounds so cool. There's probably a gun in that house too, man.
0: There's multiple <laughs> guns. There's guns like not even locked up. They're just in the in the uh, in the silverware drawer, the junk drawer, and you can play with them, and no one cares. And you got a big ass fifty inch fucking projection TV, in every movie, and there's tons of food. This is so a bomb. Deep. You don't, you can't beat this. The first time I ever got drunk was at Sal's. The first time I ever did drugs was at Sal's. Yes. And the first time I ever saw porn was at Sal's house. Check out Big Chris hanging out with with Sal. Damn, Big Chris, you look crazy. Dude. Oh man, <laughs> this is
1: the bomb. That's like a couple of fucking enforcers,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. These shake
1: some people down.
0: This is a cool crew. Oh, whoa, there's this other pick. Damn, dude,
1: Big, Big Chris, Chris looks like a, a buffer you know, Kevin Zorbo a right there, hunk.
0: dude. Those jeans are way high. That but- <laughs> painting
1: in the background, too sick. Is that velvet?
0: I don't know what that, that is. Chopper. Yeah, that's just a. That's like a. It's just a motorcycle poster. <laughs> Damn,
1: you guys look hard as fuck.
0: Yeah. Look at how big cr- their jeans are. You
1: got to pay for the Patreon just to get a glimpse of these photos, dude. <laughs> these
0: are dope. It's worth it.
1: I want to print that one out. Yeah, right? Oh, I know put, those guys. I'll at least
0: put it on the fridge was with family. a magnet. I'm saying, was family. <laughs> one day in the fall of 91, I was on the bus with Sal heading, heading home after school. Sal was in the seat in front of me and turned around and said something i've never forgotten have you seen holmes i said no what's holmes <laughs> i should I, south voice has got to be that so i'm just from now on South's gonna be have you ever seen holmes I said, no, what's Holmes? Sal replied, you're going to fucking love it. Oh, man. (laughs) And we got off the bus at our stop and started walking to Sal's house like we did almost every day after school. But this day, it was different. Sal was almost running home with an excitement and pep in his step, which was very (laughs) (laughs) un-Sal-like. Not to sound mean, but Sal had the charisma of a (laughs) mushroom... Not to sound mean, but Sal had the charisma of a mushroom as a kid and didn't walk fast, let alone run. This guy loved gaming, naps, and pasta. Sal didn't run.
1: I am Sal. (laughs) We
0: We got to Sal's house and headed straight for the movie room. Sal grabbed Rocky 3 off the shelf and brought it into his room. Sal, Sal shut the door popped the tape in the VCR, and sat down on the floor Indian-style directly in front of the TV. I was sitting behind Sal on the edge of his bed. Should we say Native American-style now? Native (laughs) American-style. I can still remember the look on his face as he turned around and looked at me and said, you're going to fucking love this. (laughs) (laughs) Sal fast-forwarded to the end of the movie, fast-forwarded through the end credits, and then a few minutes of static until there it was. There, on his massive 50-inch projection TV, was an Asian woman totally naked, full-on 70s bush, with her tits out and walking into frame, was porn legend John Holmes, wearing only a kimono with a dick that I swear to God hung down to his mid-thigh. Oh, my
1: God, John Holmes, R.I.P.
0: Sal <laughs> so, looked at me and said, but he's all, John Holmes was a He's of shit person. Yeah, he had AIDS and shit. He's he was just a war and
1: like treated his wife like crap. He was just an awful human being. Part of those weird Wonderland murders. Ugh, Ugh he's so
0: bad. Sal looked at me and said, "Fucking cool, right?" hog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was speechless and at a loss for words. My thirteen-year-old mind was completely blown. I was raised attending Catholic school and had a fairly sheltered childhood. Beyond seeing Jennifer Jason Leigh and Phoebe Cates flash some tit and flash times at Ridgemont High, Joyce Heiser show her boobs in just one of the guys' awesome 90s tit scene, which it is, and the Porky's shower scene and the chick with three breasts in Total Recall. Nice. Baby, you make me wish I had three (laughs) hands. I had never seen anything like this before. (laughs) I can remember thinking to myself, as I'd never seen another man's dick before, and now I'm looking at John Holmes. Yeah, a big one. That, if that, is, <laughs> that is, <laughs> if that is what dick is supposed to look like, I'm severely going to disappoint someone Hell one yeah. day. We watched the whole movie in silence except for the dialogue parts when Sal would narrate the scenes yeah. quoting the lines oh, verbatim. Clearly, Sal had been holding out on showing this to me and had watched it a lot of times.
1: Rocky Three,
0: Yes. When the movie ended, I said, can I borrow that? Sal said, no way, man. My parents would freak if it was missing. John, Sal called his uh, parents by their first names, John and Vicky, (laughs) never mom and dad. (laughs) Sal said-
1: Sal's in the witness protection program. He ain't no kid, dude.
0: (laughs) John also has a subscription to Playboy and like a million magazines under the sink in the bathroom. (laughs) I asked if I could see them, and Sal took me into his dad's bathroom where I saw the Playbes collection. Sal's house had just become the coolest place ever. <laughs> I flipped through a few mags and took one of, the, one of the mail-away subscription insert cards from the magazine to keep as a souvenir. Hell yeah. My proof that I'd seen a Playboy.
1: You gotta take that, dude. My proof. <laughs> see? How do you think I got this?
0: After this visit to Sal's house, my life was forever changed. I was now hornier than any of those kids in American Pie. <laughs> Within a few weeks, the posters of Jose Canseco and Macho Man Randy Savage that had been hanging in my bedroom walls came down and were replaced by Bobby Brown, you know, the chicken, the warrant, uh, cherry pie video, of yep. course, uh, Shane and Sia, the Barbie twins, and Christina Applegate from Married with Children. The Christina Applegate poster was so badass, 90s. She was wearing a leather vest and ripped jeans, holding an eagle in one arm and a snake on the other. Posters weren't enough. Whoa! I needed porn. It was at this point when I began to steal for the first time.
1: Hell yeah, dude. You got to feed that beast. There's that fire-ass poster. That is a dope-ass poster. Christina
0: Applegate's fucking rad. Just a fucking cool person. So
1: dope.
0: As I said before... I grew up attending Catholic school and had a massive amount of Catholic guilt instilled in me from a very early age, but it wasn't just the fear of going to hell that kept me from doing bad things, it was also fear of going to prison.
1: What? What? Uh, From stealing, I guess? (laughs) I guess.
0: In Rhode Island, where I grew up as a kid, you could see the Rhode Island Department of Corrections prison yard from the highway. Every time we'd pass it on the highway, and I saw those fences with the barbed wire. I'd get scared knowing bad people were sent there. <laughs> <laughs> they crossed the past. Now, the reason I knew bad people were sent there, got sent there is my parents would mention it every single time we passed it in the car. Yeah,
1: you got to let them know, dude.
0: I can still hear my mom saying, that's where the bad kids get sent when they misbehave <laughs> as we drive Damn, by. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. There were even times, and I'm not joking, When I would get in trouble and do something wrong at home and my parents would put me in the car and literally drive me to 40 Howard Avenue in Cranston, Rhode Island to the prison and tell me they were dropping me off.
1: What the (laughs) fuck?
0: For acting up. They loved telling me how the first thing the guards were going to do is shave my head and give me a nice military haircut. (laughs) By the time we'd be close to the jail, I'd usually be in tears, promising to be good, and they'd, take, and they'd take me back home. Hand to God, this really did happen more than once. That's
1: good parenting, though. You know what I mean? They go straight to, like, extreme. Like, Scared straight. You stra- fucking prison. Scared
0: straight. So anyways, the fear of jail and hell kept me in line <laughs> up until this point in my life, but the desire to get my hands on some sweet porno supersedes those fears. I began visiting the local newsstand and stealing issues of Playboy, (laughs) Penthouse, Hustler, whatever I could get my hands on. Newsstands aren't too common now, but used to be everywhere before people stopped buying magazines and could get their news online. In the plaza by my house used to be a store that sold lotto tickets, newspapers, magazines, cigarettes, and some junk food. On the top of the magazine section was the pornos. I would pretend to read a wrestling magazine and then when nobody was watching, I'd reach up to the top shelf and snag a few adult magazines. I'd wander into the store and then quickly put them down my pants. <laughs> then go pay for an issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated and a candy bar. We've all been here. <laughs> At least yeah, I would I have paid for shit though. I would have <laughs> took everything. <laughs> if you're old, yeah, yeah, you're the, so you gotta get porno. You gotta get porno. That's it. If you can't sell it to me, I have to take it because I need this porno when you're a kid. I figured it was less suspicious if I just made a purchase. There weren't security cameras back in the early 90s. Shoplifting was easy as the only security was usually a domed mirror on the ceiling of the store. Those mirrors
1: mirrors fucking rule.
0: Yeah, pretty sweet. I should get one for the house. (laughs) I quickly learned that if I was polite, bought something, and acted like I wasn't doing anything wrong, I could get away with stealing things pretty easily. I stole a lot of dirty magazines. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> in 1992, I had an accounting class in high school and convinced my mom that I could get extra credit in class if she opened a minor's checking account in my name so I could learn about balancing a checkbook and being responsible with my allowance it didn't take much convincing from what I remember. And shortly after asking, I had my own checking account. Having good grades allowed me to get by with a lot as a kid. It's true, man. Yeah. You got like, I always got good grades because I want the people on my back.
1: I did it. <laughs> well, we know.
0: <laughs> Once my mom opened my checking account, I sent away the subscription card for th- for an issue of Playboy i had stolen and got myself my own subscription to Playboy that Dude. I paid for with my checking That's new checking so account. <laughs> In my circle of, of of loser nerd virgin friends, I was the coolest kid at 14. I was having Playboy delivered to my house every month in my own name. Each issue would arrive upside down in a black yep. plastic baggie. Yes, along usually with an absolute vodka ad facing up. The only That's thing you could distinguish sweet. under the plastic. My grandparents were never suspicious of mail because I got a ton of magazines as a kid. Rolling Stone, Hit Parader. Beckett card uh, pricing monthly, Sports Illustrated, all hits, all hits, yeah, man. Throw
1: the Playboy in the mix too; it's game over. Are you too
0: young for Hit Parader?
1: I want to. Which one's Hit Parader?
0: Metal, So Metal Mag. I
1: know what you're talking about.
0: Beautiful, like every cover is. My just. shit was C. C. DeVille a, just <laughs>
1: like a revolver magazine.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: I know Hit Parader. It's all coming back to me now. Hit
0: Parader is very like '80s metal. I that's where no.
1: Slipknot was on there when they first came out. What oh, say. most
0: deaf. For sure. That's they like a lot of obscure there and shit. At. And then Beckett Card uh, Pricing Monthly, one of my favorites of all time, of course. Around this time, the video store in the plaza across from my neighborhood was moving locations from one end of the plaza to the other. The owner was moving into a bigger store and asked if I wanted to help him move his shop over the weekend in exchange for a free, a few free uh, video rentals. When I wasn't home or at Sal's, I was usually at this video store renting movies or video games, so the owner knew me pretty well. I agreed to help him move, and it was on that day when I got my hands on my first X-rated movie. (laughs) Midway through the moving process of walking boxes of movies from one end of the plaza to the other, I noticed I was carrying a box of movies I'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. These movies weren't in the normal, clear plastic cases. The movies I were holding were were blacked out in plastic boxes i can remember thinking holy shit i'm carrying the porno movies right now (laughs) (laughs) quickly without thought i took two movies and shoved them down the front of my shorts and told the owner i had to head home for lunch but i'd be back soon
1: Hell yeah, dude, if you fell off the truck. Uh
0: uh-huh. I sprinted <laughs> home faster than I ever ran before and ran directly into my bedroom to see what I stole. I stole two movies. The first movie was called Creamy Cheeks. Oh, dope. <laughs> and starred Ron Jeremy. Ron would spray whipped cream on women Jesus. and lick it off of them in this video selection.
1: <laughs> I think he lives around here, too, dude. Yeah. Uh, That's why I thought I saw him asleep in his car <laughs> in front of a fucking light.
0: Why is <laughs> Creamy <laughs> cheeks
1: Great name, dude.
0: The whole premise of this film is he puts whipped cream on butts and
1: licks it off. He's gonna eat that shit, dude.
0: The second movie was called New Wave Hookers. Oh dope. Which was all about these guys in the eighties that would pay play new wave music for girls, which would hypnotize them into becoming nymphomaniacs and wanting to sex them and anyone else around. I quickly stashed the movies under my bed and ran back up to the plaza to resume helping the shop owner move more store locations. <laughs> on that day, I probably ran a five minute mile. <laughs> and here you go. Here's the action, Here's the poster for New Wave Hooker. New Wave looks sick. <laughs> it's a cool poster, right? Yeah, it looks
1: like that surfer stuff. Was it'd be it, a, it the Nazi surfer movie? Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be that a good throwback shit. It'd be a good t shirt. Yeah, dude. Just a white t shirt with that on she it. It
1: kind of looks like Susan Sarandon, too.
0: Right. Film of the Year, uh, Adam Film World, uh, Hustler's Film of the Year, 1985. I'm going to look that up when I go uh, home. Best Sex Scene 1985 at the AFA Awards, uh, Newest Wave in Erotica, Ginger Lynn. I've heard of Ginger Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, well, maybe I should add this. Yeah,
1: a, you still have it, Big <laughs>
0: I started a small business for myself in high school, dubbing copies of the pornos I stole. <laughs> Big Chris is wild, Fucking man. Making moves, dude. This is this is that, that's a great way to make money.
1: Dude's an earner.
0: Yeah, he is a he is an earner. He's a hustler. I was the Mike DeMone in Fast times at Ridgemont High of my high school. Except for in, instead of uh, scalping concert tickets, I was hooking guys up with porn. <laughs> hey,
1: doing the Lord's work. Here,
0: jerk your dick. <laughs> You're welcome. You
1: don't like this.
0: Now here's something I didn't find out until many years after this happened. The copy of New Wave Hookers I stole was a movie I, sh- I should have never had. The video store should have never had it. The movie was banned. Back in the late 80s, Tracy Lords got busted for using a fake ID to get in the porn industry and oh, make adult fuck. films. I forgot about this. Tracy was in the movie Dressed as the Devil and was underage when they made it, so it got pulled, then re-released without her scene in it. I had the version of uh, the film with Tracy's scene and was selling copies as a kid. Jesus. Big Chris is going to go to jail. You didn't
1: know any better though. You were no just one a knew. boy.
0: No one knew. Like it was a, it was a weird thing. It was a weird fucking thing when that came out. In the summer of 94, I lost my virginity to my high school sweetheart, sweetheart, sweetheart. We spent the entire summer having sex constantly and it was awesome. <laughs> All right. Big Chris Telling us all about the yeah, hmm? get it. all the sex he has. I can brag too, man. <laughs> I've totally done it too. <laughs> I just, we spent the entire center this summer having sex constantly, and it was awesome.
1: You want to try this whipped cream on your cheeks?
0: I'm sure it was. I remember the first time I had sex on the floor of my bedroom. All I could think about, hand to God, was Ron Jeremy. <laughs> I thought about Ron and how his sex scene, how in his sex scene, he kissed the girl here, then said this, then went down on her, and then she went down on him. (laughs) Basically, I was doing my best to reenact a scene from Creamy Cheeks my first time. (laughs) Instead of WWJD, what would Jesus do? It was WWRD, what would Ron do? Fuck. I laughed telling a friend once that my first time wasn't isn't, innocent or sweet as I thought you were supposed to act like they did in all these movies I had.
1: So this dude was just straight trying to fuck. <laughs> just erotic fucking. I'm going to show you a thing or two.
0: I can only imagine how the internet has completely corrupted and warped the minds of kids growing up now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. anal's
1: like second base, I think. <laughs> jeez.
0: So I spent the entire summer of ninety-four heading into my senior year having sex every day.
1: Just porn sex.
0: One senior year of high school started once senior year of high school started, I had my first girlfriend a cool car and was getting laid on a regular basis. Life was good. <laughs> Sounds good. You dream, got a friend man. with a giant TV and booze and Italian food. Every movie and free Italian food. And playboys and pranos and all kinds of cool shit, man. And you money. got a babe that's all into you. This is a, this is a dynamite
1: situation. You that Ron Jeremy move? Yeah, you
0: got the Ron Jeremy creamy cheeks moves under your <laughs> belt. It's September <laughs> or October of 94. And I have my friend Sal Terry, Terry Coom, Coop May. All right. all right. It's a weird name. Coop man. Terry Kubme. And uh, Brock Morin over to hang out and play Star Fox on Super Nintendo. I can remember playing Nintendo with Sal while Terry and Brock flipped through the porno magazines I had. Yeah. <laughs> These guys really living the life. One of them said how unreal it was that I had so much porn and a subscription to Playboy. Brock at one point asked me. If he could have the issue he was reading as it was March, the March 94 Playboy featuring Shannon Doherty from '902 90210 on the cover. Oh, that was a classic. Yeah,
1: I got to dig that one up.
0: I can remember thinking, let him have it. You're a man now who is getting laid. <laughs> you don't need that stuff anymore. After high school, you'll probably get married. You'll never jerk off again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're so naive, Chris, man.
0: If I could time travel back to that moment, I would slap young me in the face for being so stupid. (laughs) I had no idea jerking off. (laughs) I had no idea my jerking off days had only just begun. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Let alone what was to come 10 years into married life. I replied to Brock. Sure, take it. Take all you want. I don't want him anymore. I'm Terry, cool. help yourself too. You guys can have it all.
1: Damn, big Chris.
0: <laughs> when I was, when it was time to drive Brock home, we loaded up my car and had a stack of porn magazines, easily three feet tall, in the back seat of my car. That's a yard of porn. As we pulled into Brock's driveway, he started to get nervous and said. I can't have this much. I have nowhere to hide this.
1: Like a walk the library. I,
0: I only wanted one issue. <laughs> I tried to convince Brock to take the magazines, but he said his mom would kill him if she found that much porn. We left Brock's house and drove back to Sal's place as his parents were out of town, and we were going to hang out all weekend at his place. So it's Terry, myself and Sal. As we were driving through the neighborhood back to Sal's, I thought it would be funny to start littering porn around my neighborhood for all the old <laughs> people to find in the morning.
1: Oh, dude, I think I know where this is going. We started ripping I'm out, scared, ripping out
0: center folds from issues of Playboy and putting them in mailboxes. Oh, dude, you could get in a lot of trouble for this sort oh, of thing. Man. A lot of magazines used three staples to uh, to hold a magazine together back in the early '90s. We started removing the staples and driving around, letting the pages just fly everywhere and anywhere. The wind took them throughout the neighborhood. Eventually, we went back to Sal's and decided to get creative. We got some glue and tape and began decorating the whole neighborhood. Oh man! With my collection of dirty magazines, tits everywhere. Oh man! We covered stop signs, car windows, house windows, everything. We stayed up all night with people's morning paper. Oh, fuck. We stayed up all night vandalizing our neighborhood with porn and even went back out at 5 a.m. as the daily newspapers were being delivered and inserted centerfolds and pictures into people's morning paper. Holy shit, man. My parents would fucking lose their goddamn mind. They'd be so mad. (laughs) Probably around 6 a.m. We went back to Sal's and crashed for a few hours. When we woke up around 11 o'clock, I suggested we all go grab some pancakes and get breakfast. When we walked outside that morning, there was absolute chaos in our neighborhood. Old people were everywhere walking around, with disgusted, grumpy looks on their faces, carrying large trash bags, picking up the porn that we littered everywhere. I still remember this large sign that we super glued a poster from Hustler Magazine to at the top of my neighborhood, That was of a giant lesbian orgy and a few old men just standing there staring at it as we drove past them. (laughs) Nothing ever came back on us for this, but it was the talk of the community and at board meetings in our neighborhood for a long, long time. So now I've gotten rid of all the porn, and wouldn't you know it, I got dumped a few weeks later and wouldn't get laid again until I was 20 years old. So much for jerking off again
1: fucking bc dog big
0: chris Spirito. wow (laughs) that is a monster tale
1: you gotta come do that when you're out here i'll go with you (laughs) (laughs) catch a fucking sex offender charge oh my god
0: yeah that's what would happen now oh easy but like when i was a kid we just like you know that's how you got erotic uh erotica you just walked around the neighborhood and you just find it on the ground or in the woods or you Know underneath in some dude's like garage, he's like, you just that's how you got pranos, and uh, you you had to, you had to earn it, and now it's just for free. And, and you know what? Yeah, it's I, not that fun, no, no, no. It really, uh, it's too easy, really made it not special. Gnarly, thank you so much for joining me.
1: That was a dope ass story, man. It's a
0: wild, wild story. Remember, you can read. Big Chris's porno tale in its entirety with all the photos he attached on Tuesday in the Patreon. And we'll see you guys Friday for the After Dark program. Be looking the weekend, you guys. All American dudes just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove Just some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.